Hello and welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms. I'm Kate Taylor, Creativity and Empowerment Coach, and I'm on a mission to help us live an embodied life full of creative expression through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. So today on the Practical Magic Podcast, I'm sharing a bit of a personal bugbear of my own about what happens when my inner critic is turning me into a complete bitch and I bet you any amount of money that most of us feel it at some time or another. So you know that time when you're secretly wishing that that best pal that you've got that's got this seemingly perfect life and you're wishing it wasn't so damn perfect or you might be feeling a bit guilty that there's a hidden desire to wish ill fate on everybody who's doing so much better at this thing called life than you are sometimes these thoughts leave us feeling like the meanest person in the world and so I want to talk about today is what happens when that inner critic is turning you into a bitch so I'm not going to lie to you, you know, I have been in something of a tailspin over the last few months. I have been feeling out of sorts with myself and this ego chatter that has been going on inside of my head has been having a party. It's like I'm stood in the corner being forced to watch this ego busting out his best moves while I sip on a a cup of cheap white wine I mean it's really been going to town and I felt super bad about that not just bad because I've been feeling pretty crap but also for all these evil thoughts that have been going on through my head and it's no surprise I have been putting myself out into the world with the Kickstarter campaign that I've got running and it's big stuff right it's leaving me to feel really exposed to put my work out there and hope that people might tune into it to make yourself so vulnerable does leave you completely open and your ego completely open to running riots and then you start looking around when you're doing something like this now mine's a kickstarter campaign but it could be anything you're doing your first blog post that you're putting out there or a video that you're putting out there or even sharing with your work colleagues or those around you about something that you really believe in that you maybe haven't done before And so what happens is when the fear kind of creeps in and when this ego starts playing up, Bertie's just jumping on the bed. So if you hear a collar, it's him and not just me rattling a bell. So when this starts creeping up, it gets really loud and then it starts doing this comparison thing. So for me, that's turned up in looking around at other people who may be running similar campaigns to mine and how they're doing seemingly so much better than I am at certain stages or people that I know and love who do seem to be doing really well and very natural on social media and therefore get that kind of engagement and stuff and it leaves you looking over the fence at uh, from what seems to be like the burnt out ruins of your garden and cast your eye across somebody's beautifully kept lawn and flawless topiary and then you just want to get hold of the shears and chop off that perfectly leafy peacock tail and I found myself outwardly congratulating the successes of other people 
and actually reaching out to people as well because I do wish them well but just secretly wishing that they would tone themselves down I mean for god's sake what the actual fuck when did my self-doubt turn me into such an evil person and I hate being that kind of person it's just not me but when your inner chitty is really stamping its feet so hard to be heard it's like the lord of the dance on your confidence isn't it it's not cool and it's really not fun so I wanted to challenge it I wanted to take this to task and have a think about what can be done when our inner critics are on the run and making all kind of crazy towards us and the people we really love around us so this is my kind of take on it and it's really important that we show ourselves some compassion so our inner critic our ego its role there really in life is to keep us safe it's just got a really fucked up way of doing it and it shouts loud it's going to tell us all of the things that we think are scary in the world it's going to go to town with all the things that we think are going to go wrong like how everybody is so much better clever more talented prettier more able in my case you know how much better they are than doing this kind of thing that i am it's like a broken record isn't it and it goes on repeat but it's it's crying out it just wants to be understood it just wants to be heard and it just wants to ensure you don't do anything crazy like living your dreams or putting yourself out there so it's important to listen to these words but not get too hooked into them to offer them some love offer them some compassion let your ego know that you understand it's got a job to do and you understand its desire to keep you safe and you know that it's got a role to play and you honor that role but you don't take it for granted but this time round maybe that you're choosing the adventure just to see just to peek around the corner and get curious and when you start doing that you can have a different conversation with your ego you can have a different conversation with your fear any kind of fear any kind of anxiety any state is a temporary state that we can move through so rather than holding hands and dancing with it it gives us the opportunity to move through it the next thing that i've been thinking on is really about holding hands with that inner child inside of you that may be the voice of the ego so in psychological terms i think about the voice of the ego and i do this with my clients a lot by asking what age the voice is the one that's telling you that it's too daunting and it's too scary so when i think into mine it's probably around 7 years old and it just wants to make sure we're not doing anything that kind of colors outside the lines or might actually get us too seen cuz that would lead to feeling insecure that would lead to feeling scared or feeling too much so understanding what the needs might be of that 7 year old inside of you who might be bringing this fearful voice forward just will help you shape the way in which you can allow them to feel protected and cared for
then it's worth looking at what is lacking. So when we're caught in the steam train of comparison and when we feel like we're acting like a bitch towards other people because of it, it's worth looking into what's going on in that comparison analysis, i.e. what we're going to be talking about when we go into talking about what goes on with comparison. So for yourself, like where is that comparison showing up? Are you seeing it on somebody's Instagram feed or in their lives as having having like the perfect relationship or the business of your dreams or the home that you would die for? And then it's leaving you feeling really sick to the stomach with jealousy. Have a feel into what might be lacking for you. You know, do you need to make some changes on the home front? Do you need to go out for a date with your other half because you haven't really been giving yourselves and each other that intention you deserve? Or if you're single, what else is it that you can be doing with yourself to get that nurture and that craving, the attention that you feel is that you might need? Or if you're looking at somebody's Instagram feed and they're off on another amazing holiday, like when was the last time you had a holiday? Get real with what's going on and what might be lacking. And then thinking about when you might read or watch or scroll something about another success story of somebody that you've got around you and in your in your sphere and how they're winning in every damn way but again remember this is curated so it's it's all in your head in terms of what we think other people are succeeding at and you can't see me but I'm putting those fingers up there because it's our version of what we think success is what I do is that I try and lift myself up and literally put myself in their shoes and then sometimes you can hear their inner critic going to town on them. It might be saying something like, help, I feel really lost. I need to put this post up to make myself feel better. Or it might be them looking at other somebody else's feed and going, I can never be as good as them. Or it might be saying, maybe if I just talk about all the good stuff, no one will realise I'm actually drowning here. It doesn't mean for one minute that you're wishing ill of them or you want them to stop shouting about their successes. In fact, they should keep going, they should keep shouting, keep bringing their A game, because we need them. And we need their voices, and we need to be able to look to them to push us, to make us do more if that's how we feel we should be. Again, we're just offering compassion and empathy for the fact that we're all subject to self-doubt. And then finally, be kind with yourself. So you might be feeling like a total bitch for thinking the things that you've been thinking. You're not, by the way. Sometimes, i.e. for myself quite a lot of the time, we all feel like we're the worst person in the world for looking at others and wishing that we had what they had or wishing that we were somewhere where they are now this weird perception of wherever that might be understand that you're human we are human and we all have these feelings and that's okay it doesn't make us a bad person end of 
Show yourself some love by taking care of yourself. Look after yourself. Take yourself out for a walk. Give yourself the same kindness that you would to somebody else who might be going through the same thing. And recognise that at the end of the day, you are you. You are not a bitch. So thank you for listening to the Practical Magic Podcast today. It's been a pleasure sharing this with you. I'm so glad to have you here. If you have enjoyed it, please do head over to iTunes and rate and review. It's always really good when you do that because it just means that other people can find us as well. We're in our last week or so of the Practical Magic Activation Deck on Kickstarter and we're so close to our funding target. It's super exciting. It's been an exhilarating and exhausting ride. We're almost there to get this magic out in the world. So if you haven't done so yet, please do back us now. We're getting the Practical Magic Activation Deck into production, which is this amazing toolkit of all of my tools and daily wisdom and daily guidance. It's weekly intentions. It's however you want to use it. You pull a card, you go to the book, you do an activation, and it really does give you some brilliant creative strategies and tools to get out of procrastination and get moving and making some positive changes. So you can simply go to kickstarter.com, search for Practical Magic, and get backing and pledging for a deck or a print or whatever you want to do. And next week, I'm so excited, I've got a great guest who's going to be joining me. It's Lucy Sheridan, who is the the world's, in fact, number one comparison coach. So until next week, goodbye.